Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine yeah. wanted to be a I did that just because y'all motherfuckers make fun of me for my intro. All right, it's time for another week of Info-G Radio. Off to a terrible start. This is episode 630. It's, it's the holidays, y'all. This is episode 631 for December 14th, 2020. The year that is, the bad year is almost over. Huh. And then we're going to have part two next, next year, right? Next Shut up, Drew. Shut up, Anthony. We're 2021, gonna... it's just 2020 part two. I saw somebody tweet the other day, what if 2021 is worse, y'all? And I was like, fuck you, you die in a fire. <laughs> How dare you? But anyway, on the show this week, we have Drew. Yes. We have Anthony. Uh, Duran 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 reference that I can't come up with. Hey, we're making Crazy Town references before the show. And you we were making... You, you made a making. single Crazy Town reference, which that's, because that's all you only, can do. There's only one reference to Crazy Town. Yeah. Butterflies. Sugar. Maybe. There and we, we got go. the Wombat 2! Alright! Oh, it's a good day. It's a good day. This show is literally two things. Cyberpunk and the Game Awards. So oh, that's not true, but okay. If there's anything else anybody wants to get out, we'll start with Anthony. I know you have not played Cyberpunk. Oh, I have a story to tell about that. Quickly, uh, last week we talked about uh, Serious Sam. Yes. Uh, y- you were correct. I know we've had a talk, but I figure I should put that warning out if anybody is like, I'm going to go get Serious Sam. I like Serious Sam. Um, that collection. Uh, I didn't notice it in the first the first encounter. God, the the naming list. I fucking hate that more than anything. It's not a complete collection either, by the way. It doesn't have Serious Sam 2. It has Serious Sam. The first encounter, the second encounter, the DLC for that, then the third game, and then the DLC from that. Anyways, uh, with the second encounter, the DLC for it, and the uh, Serious Sam 3, and the DLC for that, make sure to go in, into the settings. There's a graphics option put it to performance, I don't really see the graphics change. Nah. But good lord, that game, there's something wrong with it, and I, it's not like frame rate. It, it might be frame pacing. It's possible. It, I mean, I need John Linneman to tell me what the problem is, because I don't know. I don't know that stuff. Uh, it's, it's, it, because it's not screen tearing, because that makes me want to, like, if you want to see me vomit, do a lot of screen tearing in a video game. That's a Play Assassin's Creed Valhalla Patch 1.0. Oh, yeah, on a, I can't on a see Series X. Tearing. That's some screen tearing, motherfucker. Oh, oh my that, god. Um, 
so there's there's that 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 game's really that collection's really good still it's just i had to go in and i had to play around with settings which is weird to have on a console anyways but the fact that there's almost no difference in between the modes uh i was like okay why doesn't it just run smooth it whatever you don't want to play in a in, in just regular standard mode um and then the other thing is I'm playing Sam and Max, the remastered collection of the first series from Telltale. And I've heard some people say, uh, that's just the Sam and Max games. No. I loaded up the original, which, by the way, is a pain because PCs can't... Uh, the, the The resolution is so low and it's got a configure because it's built for an old windows and it's just a it's a mess um that that remaster has new lighting um so like they actually do dramatic lighting and sequences you can control sam directly so it's not just point and click anymore which is in the final uh season of sam and max but not in the original two um they've done a lot of work on that games it's one of those remasters that it plays like you remember the game playing, but not actually how the game played at all. Um, so if you liked the series, uh, serious, goddamn, if you like Sam and Max, um, too, too many serious Sam and Max. Serious <laughs> Sam and Max is a crossover I'm down for. <laughs> um, but, uh, the, uh, if you like Sam and Max games, I mean, don't try to run your original versions. Just you get a big discount um, if you own the originals on Steam. Buy buy this remaster. It, it's unplayable in its original form. Um, okay, my cyberpunk story because I didn't actually get to play it. My friends like, hey, do you want to play cyberpunk? I'll give you my GOG login. I'm like, all right. I'll go in and I'll just get the downloader because clearly I'm not going to sign into his galaxy when I'm running my own on my PC. So uh, it's 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 off. It's disabled. Um, I download. Uh, it's 27 files. 27 files. One of them is just like a megabyte, and the other 26 are four gigabytes a piece, basically, and. You have to download them, and you can't have them all downloading because most browsers won't let you do that. Uh, so you download every piece. I'm like, all right, cool. Only to find out like three or four of them didn't download properly, so I have to totally restart the download because it's just not that type of download. So I finally get this, get all the downloads on my computer. I'm like, cool. Let me install. The install takes forever. I'm like, all right, I'll get to play it. I like, I get rid of the files because I'm like, I don't need these anymore, which was a dumb move. Um, I just put them in the trash, though. I'm like, I'll get them if I need them again from the recycle bin. But uh, I just throw them in there, and it's like, I click the button, the shortcut to start it up. Nothing happens. Not a, not a thing. It, nothing starts to run. Nothing. I'm like, all right. So now I'm going to pull all the files out of the recycling bin, and oh, there's a bunch missing now. So I go and re-download those again. 
this is now this has now basically been two entire days and it's not because internet speeds because when you're downloading from uh gog.com the sort of drm free installers it's just slow it's always been slow it's still slow um so i wait and i'm like i'm going to uninstall because i find that the the actual installed folder like the installed program is only megabytes itself so clearly it didn't install properly i'm like all right so i install it it goes well this time it's actually the full size thing yeah it still won't load so now i'm like all right what if one of these files many files i had to download is wrong so in the option for the installer it's like we can verify all the files all right verify all the files that takes longer than longer than the install to verify all the files. It installs. Like now there's nothing wrong with this. It should start up. Nope. Just didn't start up. Wasted all this time trying to get this fucking thing to load. Um it didn't start up. I ask him, has has it worked for you? Uh he got it to run finally. This has been multiple days for him, too. And he's using uh, Galaxy. His brother, who's also using the same account, no problem. Uh, somebody else not using the same account bought it off of Good Old Games. Sorry, GOG. They don't call themselves Good Old Games anymore. Um, and they started it up. A friend of his started up, no problem. Cannot get it to boot back up. He closed the game. Can't get it to start. Been a fucking nightmare. I'm not buying this game, and thank God I didn't. I'd be asking for my money back. All right, next person up. <laughs> hey, speaking of, if you have it on PlayStation 4, uh, Sony is issuing refunds because it Oof. is considered faulty. That's bad. Just FYI, I thought I'd bring that up. I saw that this morning that Sony, you know, Sony's very big about not doing refunds on digital purchases, but. If you bought Cyberpunk 2077 and you're trying to run it on a PS4 base unit and you are not happy, which you probably are not, um, you can get your money back. So, uh, Drew, I'll ask you if you have anything besides Cyberpunk, because I'm sure we're going to spend a lot of time talking about Cyberpunk. So, Yeah, I got a few things. Um, so, the first one being Death Space 3. That's a video. Mentioned- I mentioned that last week. Uh, Matt and I record our first episode. That is... That's not a Dead Space game. No. Alien shooter co-op game. Pretty much. It's not scary at all. Um, and the story's kind of throwaway. Um, we've played probably five hours of that game, and we're just like, what's, what are we doing? We're trying to get this planet. That's it. Okay. All right. Well, there's some more aliens to shoot. Shoot them. Um, it's okay. Play's fine. Um, it, 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 how, r- the reminder of how archaic the invite system was on PlayStation Three. Oh God! Is wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. Wow. Oh, it's like oh my God. We've got some fucking John Travolta over here. Oh wow, yeah. oh my God. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> this PlayStation 3 invite, man. 
was crazy, man. I don't even <laughs> understand. Like Chris, you Christopher, went in Christopher Walken over there. Walken in there right. everybody <laughs> throwing in Christopher Walken. Seems like you want to go twelve rounds with Max Shrek. You do that. You make four years. Four years. I kept this thing up my ass. But anyway, um, <laughs> going to Silvertown. I have a similar tattoo. Two dogs doing it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, play Dead Space Three. <laughs> it's not scary at all. It's not scary at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, is any co-op game really s- scary that's a good question like, I don't... other than just being overwhelmed by stuff like I can't think that, of anything that's genuinely been scary when I'm playing with someone else not particularly it, you, like, you, you, you hit the nail on the head it, it, the game becomes frantic more than it is scary because even even something that I think was had really good scary moments which was um, Dying Light I felt way less like worried about stuff when I was playing co-op no and it's still scary-ish, I suppose, but like they force you into spots where you're by yourself. You know, you you can overwhelm. It's overwhelming if they rush at you, but other than that, like I can't think of a scary game. And that's a challenge for anybody that's listening to just name something that's co-op. But like, I can't think of anything that is co-op that is scary. Uh, phasmophobia apparently is scary. That's a bit different of a horror game, but I I guess so. Yeah. Balancing a checkbook with your partner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I did a lot I don't, of. I don't, uh, have a, I don't have anything to say to that. Like, it's just, it's like, all right. Yeah. I did a lot of public speaking in college, and I had partners, and I was still scared. <laughs> That's anxiety, I think, more than fear. Yeah. Don't Actually, get I, real on us, Ken. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Real, your real life takes is not helping this situation. Hey, I'm sorry. I actually, I actually uh, didn't have any issues with speech, public speaking. Oh, I was I, just I making can't. a joke. I can't do it. That's because Drew went up there in his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works, right? didn't have yeah. to bother picturing. Yeah. I don't have to do that. They just look at me in my underwear and they're like, hey, well, what, what worse can happen? <laughs> they're totally ignoring. Yeah, they're totally so anyway, ignoring. Anyway, here's, here's, my, uh, here's my presentation. <laughs> on Dead Space 3. On Dead Space 3 and, and how insanely crazy it is. <laughs> anyway, God, I, I've off, I'm off the rails already. Uh, we're all, this whole show has been off the rails. All right, so the next game I played um, was uh, Doom Eternal on the Nintendo Switch. Speaking of games that don't run well. No, it runs <laughs> fine. It's just it looks like garbage. <laughs> it's like garbage. I, I hope that this continues to be a recurring theme with you dipping into this sort of weird Christopher Walken-esque accent. <laughs> I kinda, you kind of also it. sound like the, the cop from Spider-Man that's like some kind of freaky Lou or something. Wackadoo. <laughs> Wackadoo. <laughs> What the heck was that? It looked like a giant turtle in a trench coat. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Doom Eternal. Uh, it plays fine. That like I, I have to give it to him. It plays and it runs fine. But man, does it look like a game from PlayStation Two? Well, and I it, I looked it up because I was like, oh man, this looks rough. And I was playing on my on my TV. Like I'm not playing in handheld mode. 
And I was like, um, so I just wanted to look up other people's opinions on how it looked. And the first thing that popped up was a website that I, I'm out be fair. I've never heard of it. Uh, but he did a comparison comparing it to the PlayStation 4 Pro and how great it looks next to the PlayStation 4 Pro. And I'm like, dude, you are not playing the same game I am. Because I shared those four screenshots on Twitter. You be the judge. Take a look at them for yourself because that looks like some blurry mess. I I looked at them and I, because Ken told me about it. He's like, did Drew show you the... <laughs> The screenshot. Did he show you the 3DS version of Doom Eternal? And like, I don't know. It's a weird thing where I'm like, I look at them, I go, yeah, that that doesn't look. That, that like I played it on a base PS4, and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look anything like how I would want it to look. But you know what? The fact that it runs handheld is impressive. It's not just that it runs. It runs at it's, 60, it, right? It runs good, yeah. Wait, yeah. does like, it run at 60? I'm pretty sure it runs at I, 60. Yeah. I thought... See, I thought the original ran at 30. No, Doom on the... The only game that got nerfed on the Switch was Overwatch. Overwatch right. runs at 30. Yeah, Overwatch runs at 30. I mean, granted, The Witcher's not going to run at 60, but it doesn't have to. A game... No, Fighting no. games, first-person shooters, and uh, racing games all need to run at 60. Yeah, and The Witcher didn't. Uh, the first Doom ran at sixty on the Switch, but obviously it was very low res. Yeah. Then I'm then I'm actually more impressed by it. I, I, I said runs poorly. I should have said looks poor. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's a looks, big difference. It looks rough. It, it's surprising because it doesn't actually look like they did a ton of uh, removing of the like the actual polygons. They just dumbed the textures down. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. And dropped the resolution. I would love to know the actual resolution, like the internal resolution that things running at. Because to me, it looks 480p, and maybe I'm uh, crazy, but I mean, if you're standing still, maybe it looks better. Yeah, um, because it's not. It's probably got dynamic resolution to where it, it has a it has like a ceiling and a, and a floor. Yeah, I'm sure. Like if if you're inside of a building and you're not having to render like you know outside textures and stuff like that. I'm sure it probably runs at 720. There's no way this is running at 1080, though. Just look at the sky. It's constantly running at 720p. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it. I have to give it to them, it runs. The only question I have is, who is this version for? Because I can't I think of anybody. Can't. The only person I can think of is if you only own a Nintendo Switch and you I really want to play Doom. listen to a podcast that a the guy that ha- runs a podcast is insistent on this is how he wants to play Doom. He's lying to himself. No, he's not. He's a fanboy of Nintendo. Right? That's that's lying I to appreciate, yourself. I appreciate the, the his love, but good lord, I'm like, I, especially Doom Eternal, I can't imagine playing that on, on a... Um, the, the, if you wanted to take the game on the go, sure. Um, that whatever, he but is, there's that's a very small demographic. The, the thing is, is like he, that's part of it for him. But like, um, I guess I could just say it's Chris from uh, Stone Age Gamer podcast. Um, he also likes the fact that he can play it on multiple televisions around his house because he has 
multiple docks. Um, but he also has super young kids. So, you know, I, I don't know how much that takes into, like, that takes into the account of it all. But I, I, I just, I, I've told him, don't, don't play it on there. But that's to each that's, their own, I suppose. The only thing I can say is, and, and you can read it in my review because I'll, I'll be reviewing it this week. But I mean, if you own a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One, there is really no reason to pick this up on the Switch unless you really want to just play it on the go. And even then, you're spending, what, 50? Is it 50? It's full price, and it's only it's available price. digitally, just FYI. Okay, so there you go. Uh, you can play this on Game Pass for free if you have Game Pass. So if, you, if you're if you an Xbox on One owner... Or a PC. It's on PC. Game PC. Pass. There you go. If your PC can run it. I mean, any PC can, can run it. You can pick this game up on sale on most other platforms for next to nothing, too. At exactly. Yeah, at this point, you I can get it for probably dropped down to like bucks. thirty Canadian. Yeah. So it's it's the same way with The Witcher. Like The Witcher yeah. Three. I mean, it runs fine and it looks okay in handheld mode. Like like I said, like it's still The Witcher Three, and that's a great game. But if you have other systems. You can pick the whole thing up, including both expansions, for nineteen ninety nine. Somewhere, I know. I know it sounds weird, but at least The Witcher makes sense because it's a giant RPG that you'd want to take with you places. Sure, Doom you play in such short bursts if yeah. you wanted. That like I don't know how much you gain by having it handheld, but whatever. Like I'm glad it came out. I'm glad that people that only have a Switch get to play it. It's it's a it's a good game. It's not my favorite game of the year by far, but we'll talk about that. I'm assuming later too. Yeah, no one chose that game. Remember that, and it didn't win. So, and it didn't win. Did it win anything? I don't think it won anything. No. no. Yeah. No. I don't think so. And it was nominated more than games that probably could have been. But um, other than that, I did explore some Game Pass games. Uh, I tried um, Call of the Sea. Yes, that game is good. That game's cool. I like that like, game. That game is really cool. It, it reminds me a little bit of uh, The Witness. Yeah, it's got some Bioshock vibes, too, with like the environmental um, storytelling. Yeah. When you, it, 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 you get a vibe of Cthulhuism. When you say it reminds you of The Witness, it's just the the tone slash feel of the island? Uh, the that the art style and some of the puzzles. The puzzles are not going to hit you in the face. No, they're very so, obscure. Yeah, okay, the, but they're not. Those... But what I'm asking is basically, I don't feel like someone's sitting over my shoulder calling me stupid the whole time because that's no. what I felt like with the witness. No, no you no. don't. You don't feel that way. But you will stare at puzzles for a very long that's time. That's fine. And, yeah, and you're like, uh, as long as it has that moment where you go, oh, I get it now. Yeah, and I had this that game is actually the, narrated. The fucking bridge puzzle, like I, I smacked myself in the face. It's very bad solution because it never gives you even any hint that that's how you solve it. I kind of got that. Well, I got the the symbols, but the order. I was like, well, I had to think outside the box and be like, well, maybe they look want at, me to do this, but they never said anything to even hint at it. Look, look on the back of the totem. The back of the totem gives you the picture. The back of Don't the totem. spoil stuff, Drew. Yeah. 
Are you talking about the puzzle with the bridge nope, that you got to no. open the bridge? Yeah. I, you you can't guys, walk behind the totem. Guys? 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 I'm not giving Stop. away anything. I told you shit. I'm just making sure. If I'd have told you shit, you'd have known. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Listen. That, game is, guys, really fuck it, that game is good. Play it. It's on Game Pass. Okay. No. There we go. There you go. That game is so good. I played, I played uh, Call of the Sea. Um... There's a couple Still other playing. Games. Did you try what? any of the other ones that came out this week? No, I didn't, like that was the only one I had any kind of interest in. You need um, to play Monster Sanctuary. I saw that and I was like, I can't tell what this game actually is. And so, imagine I if just... like you had a Metroidvania game, but you have Pokemans. Yeah, it's called Monster Tail. Yeah, but this is on Game Pass. And shut the fuck up because this is a game I'm talking about. <laughs> You should play this okay. game. Download this game, Drew. I I got like really into this game. It's it's super cool. Metroid Pokemon. I like it. I um. Let's see. I I'm still like since I downloaded it, I go to it almost every day. It's become kind of like my Overwatch, which is Tetris Effect connected. Yeah, that game's really good. Yeah. It's so good. That that co-op mode is so good. Yep. And my co-op partners are friggin' idiots. Well, of course they oh, are. No, because when we combine together, they're just like, "I'm gonna put it right here." I'm like, "Dude, what, what are you? What are you doing? Don't don't put the piece right there." I've do you not see? I've got one ready. All right. I'm just like, I, and to, then and then I end with like to, a shit ton on my end. We need to play. Yeah. I'll it's get my it's friend so Dan, good, and uh, he's. Fucking amazing in Tetris. Anthony's been on the show how long? And I've played one game online with you, and it was a fucking full review. Yep. Yeah, a shmup fighting game, whatever that. Rival. The hell was Mega? That game was cool. I will say that game was cool. Yes, but like. It's only one game for me and Anthony too, and it was Lethal League. See, he don't like he don't like to play online with us. What's wrong with that? Drew. Incorrect. What else did we, we play together? We played a co-op game for the bad game year. Oh, right. We played the cartel. Yes. Yes, yeah. we did. That was actually a decent game. I'll, I'll tell you, um, not to get too head into the news, but one of y'all motherfuckers I want to play It Takes Two with. Because I want to play that game. What is it? Oh, we'll talk about it. Okay, no, fine. That game looks... I'm sorry. That game looks cool as shit. And, all right. One other thing. I, I do want to mention I did it because I wanted to get I had each week they make you get an achievement in Game Pass and I'm like all right uh, so I just download something and know I can get an achievement within the, probably the first five to ten minutes I downloaded Peggle Two and then proceeded to play an hour of Peggle Two because I like that game Peggle Two is Peggle fucking is, bomb yes Peggle it is. is crack cocaine it is uh, I don't get it. I don't understand how it's so addictive. That's the only it's, game that I ever played on my phone, like, obsessively. I didn't no. even think it was on phone. It started oh, on phone. Oh, I'm so dumb. You can't tell me that. Yeah. I'm going to go download it. Fuck. Yeah, God, it dude. started on... That's where my obsession started, and then it came to Xbox. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this again. And lastly, I played a lot of Among Us on the phone. <laughs> that's so funny to me. Because you played Among Us on your phone. That's, I mean, it, it works really fine. Well on the phone. I don't yeah. play games on my phone, so. This is actually pretty good because it's all you need to do is. Yeah. 
It's going to be on Game Pass too. How crazy! It is. It is. No topical there. They play a lot of Among Us. All right. Uh, We'll we'll get. We'll we'll, we'll wrap back around to Cyberpunk. Uh, Ryan, you got anything? Um, I mean, yeah, I played um, a decent amount more Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. You uh, like that game? Do I like it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not. uh, I don't love it. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of my problem with that game overall. Like, I don't want to go too deep into the later parts of that game, but I feel like a lot of the mechanics they put in that game really wear themselves out. Like the raids, like it's the same shit, and it just it's and it sucks because the in between story pieces are good, but the 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 fucking tasks outside of them just are not. Yeah, I um, I think it's I, I think it's um, I, it's fine so far. Uh, but again, then again, I'm like eight hours in, and I'm I'm I really haven't done much of anything. Did you ever finish um, the prologue? Yes, I'm in England. Okay. Um, but the um, and you know I've done a couple of the raids, and you know you start to customize your settlement and all that stuff, and you're gonna do a I think lot it's fine. of raids. <laughs> Yeah, that's my concern because I already feel like I'm doing a lot of raids. You need um, you got to do two. You'll get to the point where you've got to do three to four raids just to upgrade one building in your settlement. Yeah, and that is not so. Fun. I'm not really looking forward to that. Yeah, but um, but anyway, um, other than that, what else have I played? Um, yeah, that's really it. Other than, and genuinely, I haven't played Cyberpunk. Like, I booted it up and messed around in the character creator, but I haven't played it. So, I'm going to play probably a little bit of it today, but that's about it. All right. Um, We're crazy. Drew will be the expert on Cyberpunk this week. That's crazy to me. And I'm not that far in either. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll run through stuff I played. Uh, a couple of the Game Pass things. I played that um, Unto the End, and I played it yeah. for about 20 minutes until I noped right out of that. It is is very much like um, you can literally die. Like, if you drop your sword, it's gone, like, unless you pick it back up. It's like one of those very deliberate games that's like, this is going to be, like, the, the, the opening title screen's like, this game's fucking hard. It says that? Yeah, it literally... Well, it doesn't say fucking, but it says this, game, <laughs> this game's hard. If it said fucking hard, I'd have respected it more, but... Yeah. Um, There's another game that dropped on Game Pass this week called Mork Red. And it is... It, Anthony, I know you mentioned one of these last week, but it's another one of those cookies and cream games where you can oh, play Lord. co-op or you can play single player where each character is controlled with an analog stick. Analog stick. And the objective of this game is there's a giant rolling orb that you have that lights the environment, and you have to stay within the light. Otherwise, you're dead. Sounds yeah. like uh, that uh, Crystal Chronicles game. Yeah, you gotta stay except, in the light. Except I bet it's more fun because someone in Crystal Chronicles ends up only doing that, just carrying the crystal. I, I don't... Oh, it was one of the game. I forgot. Go ahead, though. Oh, no. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I, I don't know that it's more fun than Crystal Chronicles, because it's not Oh, okay. uh, I didn't really find it all that fun. But <laughs> what what game, Drew? What? I play Control. That's a good video game. That's a fucking great video game. I 
love the SCP vibe that game has going for it. Oh, just keep going. Yeah, it gets even crazier. Yeah, just um, keep going. I uh, how far did I get? I got to where I got to the phone. Oh, the first time. <laughs> yeah, the first time, I guess. So I got to the phone. I'm I'm jealous of you, Drew, because you're experiencing this game on the Series X. Oh. That game was not great, even on the One X. What um, what was so bad about it? The frame it rate just was not stable, and had... the map took forever to load, and just like there was a lot of little hitches that never got ironed out of that game. So the map is garbage in that game. Yeah, but at least yeah. you can see it. The map well, wouldn't load. It would load all the names of rooms, but then the actual map part wouldn't load. Yeah. That was the thing. Wow. So I, I, I'm still confused on that game. Yeah. About? Like, like uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, what's happening? Guess what? It's going to be like that for a while, but Yeah. 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 So I, I'm just like, you know, uh, who am I? There's a there's a portion later on. And this is for anybody that's playing for the first time. It is it is a lengthier segment through a newer portion. Like you you end up opening up a portion of the building that you get to go in, and it gives you a bunch of documents that explains who you are and what's going on. The game is so good. I cannot. Uh, I'm, the, I'm, the rule I did nothing and became the director. <laughs> um, that is one of the my favorite things. It, just the perfect comedy of everybody just knows all of a sudden that you're yeah. the director. Um, do you recognize the old director? No, it's James McCaffrey, Max Payne. I I, I didn't get to see him that well. Uh, it's not recognized out. his voice his voice is yeah his voice um, is straight up max there's a lot of ties to other remedy games and, that, that um, you need to dig for have you have you seen any videos of the doctor talking mm, no i don't you, think so i've got you would totally remember the doctor videos trust me you would yes you would also recognize his voice uh they he uh played alan wake they brought back a bunch of voice actors from previous games Gotcha. It's like remedy. It's remedy. Like just making sure all the remedy fans are happy. Uh, the only thing they don't really reference directly is Quantum Break because I don't think they can. But the the main character is literally the female lead from Quantum Break. So, yep. Game is good. God, that game is so good. <laughs> it's a good video game. Um, I need to play the DLC still. I still need to play the Alan Wake DLC. I finished the um, yeah. the first one, but I didn't, I didn't play either of them. So. First one's good. It's good. The end of it's fucking ashtray maze levels of wacky. Uh, so. Oh shit. Anyway, um, to wrap up real quick, uh, some other indie games I played. I played a game called Sinker Two, which is you taking some hooks and dragging circles into holes. Neat, I guess. Um, I A I. Which is a shmup, but you're like an AI that's taking control of a ship. It's actually got a story and some decent graphics. I enjoyed that. Um, I finally played the Panzer Dragoon remake, and it runs like butter on a Series X. Because it better. <laughs> but that game is... Um, I love Panzer Dragoon. The music in that game is, is, is amazing. I really, really like that game. 
And then, because I didn't play a ton, like, I decided to wait on Cyberpunk, which we'll talk about now. I went back to Yakuza Like a Dragon and spent ten hours this weekend just managing businesses and leveling jobs. That game is so fucking good. That game is so fucking good. Did you try out any more of the, um, uh, Empire of Sin? No, I did not. I have not played any more of that. Gotcha. I got, yeah, like... I played- no, I, I was just gonna say I just I played just ton, like literally my Saturday was Yakuza Like a Dragon. That's and, all and I did. I all spent day. time playing more Immortals, but oh, that game! Oh man, yeah. I I finished that game and I've started to go. Yeah. I'll jump back into it on occasion just to do some some more shrines or to collect some more stuff. Like I just love being in that world. I something that was uh, that I liked. A lot that really, I guess, kind of was in. Uh, it's it's a very Ubisoft thing. The like legendary beasts that you can kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ran into a boar, and I was like, "Well, this is gonna be bad." Did you? I'm sure you've seen it running around the world, but have you seen the tornado? Yeah, so I went into the tornado. Yeah, um, that's I a, exited the tornado. That's that's a mean <laughs> some bitch right there. Yep, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna shoot some. I am starting to use um, the bird on it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, like the bird's barely chipping into it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm outranked here. I'm gonna tell you <laughs> that uh... I'm just gonna and I start sprinting out of there, climbing up rocks, <laughs> and I just make it out of there. I suggest. Uh, I, like, yeah, right. I suggest the things that you focus on on your upgrade tree that will help you in the long run is get the 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 um. Where you can like pull yourself to flying enemies. Yes, I. That's the next one. I. I think I might have just gotten that. Yeah, get that one. And that get was the, the next one, one I was gonna have. And upgrade your bracer so you can carry heavier stuff further because you're gonna need that for a lot of puzzles. Yes. And okay. then I would focus on the speed of your uh, glide. Because... Oh, I already had that because I figured mobility was gonna be super yeah. important around the world. So I figured because it. For some weird reason, that game is like, yeah, you can boost, and it reduces the amount of stamina it takes. I'm like, are you? Re- did you write that correctly? Yep. And like, yeah, it reduces the same with the um, the thing. Reduce the amount of stamina you take. I'm like, I don't think you understand how this is supposed to work. I <laughs> no, they were I, like, I, I we first... want you to have fun. So here, yes. have some fun. Uh, yeah, I know, but it was just so weird reading that where I had to read. Like okay, where's the catch on this? Because it seems like they're not getting this. But nope, that yeah. game. That game's still fun. That game hey. is so fun. I find another helmet, and then they're like, "Here's the different style for that helmet," and I'm like, "Cool." Yeah, that game. I'm never still not stopped gonna use fun. that helmet. But... Yeah, that game never stopped being fun. Oh, and uh, totally because we're about to dive into Cyberpunk, so it's one more thing that I played: Symphony of the Night. That's a good video on my game. phone. That maybe not. Not so much, no. No. Um, it was like dirt cheap at one point. It might still be. I picked it up. Um, it, right. I mean, hey, look, it runs. It runs well, and as bad as the touch controls were, I got used to them pretty quickly, but I was like, I really wish I was playing with the controller. Right I can now. literally install it on my Series X and play Symphony of the Night on an 85-inch 4K screen. I think I'll stick with that. Yeah, you. everybody should do that. Yeah. All right, Cyberpunk, tell me how bad it is, guys. Let's do this. Drew, you've played more than any of us. Yes. So what do you think of the Cyberpunk? Huh. 
let's let's all, feel... let's all, let, uh, let's get this out of the way. Drew's on Series X. I'm on Series X. Ryan, you're on PS5. Are you even on the podcast anymore? Let's Sorry, go. I was muted. Yes, for that's correct. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't. I don't know where to begin with this. Well, I don't... hey, let me ask. Let me ask a question. What um, what life path did you guys pick? I chose Corpo. I'm running. Street... That's what I picked too. I'm running Street Kid. Although I've heard the Nomad is the best start because you get to start in the desert, right? As far as I know, I don't know. Yeah, you do start in the desert, which is like looks nothing like the rest of the game. <laughs> So far, I heard though you get back there eventually. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, uh, it's yeah. part of the map. You can go there, but the start there is kind of cool because you like if you start Nomad, you're like, this ain't Cyberpunk. This is fucking Rage. Yeah, and I, honestly, that is the feeling I get from this game. That is Rage. The, the get no the gameplay itself feels a lot like Rage did. Oh no, no, no. I, I I definitely got vibes from it. Um, you know, I, I, I know what you're trying to say, Drew, because the way you talk to people even comes off like Rage Two did, the way it's kind of flows, stuff. Well, Rage One, I guess, did the same thing. Um, my dad, just because I asked him about it, because I know he's playing on a base PS4, which he said crashes a lot, um, which I've heard is just a thing, anyways. Um, he's like, yeah, it's kind of like Borderlands, Mike. So you're liking? He's like, yeah, it's fine. This is the same man who, like, last week was super excited about it. Yeah. Oh. I mean... Had his hopes and dreams die. I, I, I feel like the game is, is... is It's a little bit Fallout with, like, all the shit you can pick up. Yeah. But it's also, like, it wants to be an RPG, but it never forces you to play it as an RPG. Like, you can literally just run around and headshot motherfuckers and it just kills them. I mean, people don't go down very easily, though. I mean, if you're not headshotting them, no. But if you headshot them just like a shooter, they go down pretty quick. Mm, I don't know. I mean, are you missing, Drew? I don't think so. It, it pops up headshot, headshot, headshot. And I'm, oh. I'm, I've done three headshots, and they're still shooting at me. Uh, I've dropped people in, I mean, at the most, two or three. But, I mean, some of them drop in one. But I mean, it feels what I, I guess what I'm saying is like is it feels like a shooter, and I'm not saying that there's not more to it. Like I've played three hours of this game. I'm gonna be perfectly fair and upfront about that, and it's because I've decided to wait until it gets the patch for you know actually supporting these you know $500 consoles we just bought instead of running it in like a compatibility mode. So. So I've never had a crash, um, but I did run into an issue, um, and I asked Twitter about it. So far, I haven't got an actual answer. I was in a firefight, and I was pulling the trigger on my controller, and my character was not shooting. It was like I wasn't pulling the trigger. So I then questioned multiple things. One, is this a glitch? Two, have I been hacked in the game and one of the hack abilities is you can't shoot? Or that three, is, is, is my... What? I was going to say, that is an ability you can get, but I don't know if enemies can get it. 
See, I don't know if so I know. I know you can get hacked in the game, and so far, I don't think I've been hacked before. And nothing popped up on my screen saying, "Hey, you've been hacked. You can't shoot." Yeah, you think that they would point that out if you were hacked? Like your screen would go red or something. Yeah, and then I also thought, "Is my controller messed up? This controller is brand spanking new. It's my Series X controller." So I don't know. It happened in that firefight, and then it happened in a second firefight about an hour later. Let's be fair about this game. It's probably a glitch. That's what I'm thinking, too. Because <laughs> this game, like, people are looking for, like, common glitches, and I don't know that you're going to find any because everybody's having different shit. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm experiencing things that nobody else has, and then I think they're experiencing things that I haven't. I'll give you one that I've gotten twice. Um, have you done the car ride with Dex? Yes. So during that car ride, all of a sudden the game just froze, like it was going to crash, but he was still talking. And it lasted for about 30 seconds, and then all of a sudden he caught up. And that has happened multiple times for me. Like The game just stops moving visually on the screen, but the audio and everything still continues, but I can't do anything. Do you have the game set on performance mode or visual mode? I play in performance mode. I've switched to see the visual mode, and my God, does it look quite a bit better. Um, But once I had the taste of the 60 FPS, I couldn't go back. Uh, So I play mostly in performance mode. Okay, so I've, I've been exclusively on visual mode. I haven't had any issues majorly. I just had the, the the weird glitch where I wouldn't I wasn't pulling the trigger. Um, there has been a few times where the map is is rough sometimes. Yeah, the map I, will give you that dotted line. Yeah, and I'm like, line. okay, I totally followed that dotted line, and now it's telling me to go back the way I came. Yeah, the the map navigation seems kind of broken. Like, there's been several times where I followed the dot on the map, and I'm like, I am not where I need to be and I don't know how to get there. Yeah. The only other thing that bugs the living crap out of me is what the hell are they doing with the freaking face buttons? Why is A not confirm? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I'm like 10 minutes into the game and I've already noticed that that's super weird. I mean, the the main menu... There's no reason. There's no reason. Yeah, the main menu makes you press B. Yeah, on, on, so on, on PlayStation, it's like to open doors and stuff, I think is square, but like to confirm is circle, to skip ahead is circle. Yeah. It's weird. It's it's some weird button placement that I don't quite understand. And uh, to go back to the glitches real quick, one of the glitches that I ran into a bunch as well is like, you know how you get those pop-ups for the tutorials? They just wouldn't go away. Until I rebooted the game. So I, I walked around for 10 minutes with a message on my screen telling me about my storage. And if you've played the intro, uh, you go back to your apartment and you sleep. And you wake up to do the mission the next day. It was still there when I woke up. Did uh, you check your storage? Yes, I checked it. I even okay. moved stuff out. Because if, if you go to your apartment, there's a bunch of stuff in your storage. There's also a bunch of clothes in your closet if you want to get some clothes. Um, here's another funny one. So there's a hat in your storage that you can put on. 
And when you put it on, it changes your hairstyle. Go look in the mirror. I don't know if this will happen to you, but I went and looked in the mirror. My character was bald. Like the hat wasn't there and my hair wasn't there. <laughs> my character is not bald. My character has hair. Yeah. And it had a hat on when I looked in the mirror. But when I looked at the mirror, I just had a cue ball. Yeah. I mean, this game's I... fucked up. I've had the floating guns. Like when you shoot somebody and kill them and their guns, are st- their guns stay where they were, but they fall down. <laughs> I did walk into a club one time and like three or four of the people that were supposed to be dancing on, on the dance floor were T-posing. Yeah, I've seen characters missing legs. I've seen characters sitting inside of other characters. Um, I've seen cars just drive straight into walls. Um, I mean, this game is buggy as fuck, man. (laughs) But um, I've made it to the part where the game actually finally opens up, which took about seven hours. Which is funny, because I heard you can mainline the quest in like 20 I don't believe that. I mean, I've heard it from multiple people. If that's the case, I'm damn near halfway through the game. If you're just following the story missions, you probably are. Well, the thing is, they haven't really thrown that many side stuff at me yet. Well, you got to go find it. It's, they're not going to throw it at you. I mean, I did talk to some people. I know I can go do these boxing matches now. But there's and... a ton of stuff that you can just go find. This is one of those organic games where you, like Skyrim, where you walk and you find shit. Yeah. It's set up to be played multiple times, too. Yeah. Hence why the intro uh, of the game is three different paths, right? And your character, Um, I think, reacts differently depending on which path you take. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not exactly exactly, uh, uh, new ground for um, uh, CDPR there, because they did that in Witcher 2, obviously, to a much greater extent. I mean, this definitely has the. I, I like the dialogue options. I like the the conversations that is going on. I think the story is really good so far. Um, I mean, there's some major stuff that happens. Um, like the first big mission you're going to be doing is some type of a heist. I finish the heist, and after the heist, that's when things open up for you. There's obviously something that happens, and that's when you you get to go off and do your own thing. And I haven't went back to it in about two days, mainly because I haven't had time to. But on top of that, I was just like, when I saw you saying, ah, I may wait for the Series X thing, I started thinking that too. But then I was like, I haven't really experienced too bad of glitches. It's not even just the glitches that I'm worried about. So let's talk about the way it looks. Um, if you're playing this, turn HDR the fuck off. Well, or that I did find some settings. Um, so some people have now come out and said, hey, if you turn film grain off, chromatic aberration off, and use these specific settings on your HDR, it makes it look like a completely different game. Well, if you just turn it off, I've not made any settings that make it look that fucking good. Like, as soon as I turned off HDR, here's the thing, you're playing on PS5, so if, if you... I am. You'd have to disable it at the system level. Correct. Um, turn it off at the system level and boot it up. I was fucking floored. Do you have to reboot it to yes. do that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you have to completely... I'll give it a look, because I, I set it up the way this thing said, and I it looks fine to me. I mean, I'm not out in the 
world yet. I'm just in the the office building at the beginning, but it looks it looks fine to me. It looks fine, but wait till you turn it off. Okay. I mean, it it was literally night and day. I turned it off on the Xbox Series X and booted into the game, and I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Like, I don't know what they did to the HDR in that game, but it makes it look worse. And I have no idea how. That's like they did with Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 wasn't even this bad. I'll tell you the game that came close to being this bad was Near Automata on the Xbox One X. With HDR on, that game was washed out to fuck. When you turned it off, you're like, whoa, this game looks really good. And I don't, it's just one of those examples of where HDR is not like a, it's not like a a universal kind of setting, like every developer kind of does differently. And when developers fuck it up, it really does downgrade the game. Like I feel bad for people who haven't seen CD or uh, seen Cyberpunk without HDR on because it literally is a new game. It's crazy. Yeah. Like they need, they just need to disable it until they fix it because it's just, it's a pain in the ass to turn your HDR off in your system settings. I will say this, uh, especially I, I can't attest to the other life paths that you choose. But Ryan, anytime you get the option to choose a dialogue that has to do with the corpo, do it. Yeah. It changes it changes a lot. That's one thing I have to give CD Project Red is that if you do things a certain way they give you completely different options. Yeah. Like uh, there, there's multiple things that I did during the big, the big mission, like getting ready for the big mission that completely changed an option for me. Yeah. yeah and I, I heard that there are, um, missions that are like at least parts of missions and stuff that are completely locked out depending on your origin. Yeah, for sure. The street kid stuff shows up as well. Like it'll show, it'll say street kid next to the dialogue option. Yeah. Yeah. So I would definitely do that. I think I think the 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 way they're handling the RPG elements of this game is pretty well done. That that's kind of the thing that like the overall that I'm getting about this game is like this game is really good. Like the nuts and bolts of it. I just don't know that I want to experience it in its half-ass form right now. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why I'm going to wait, because by the time they get to the next-gen patches, they're probably going to iron out all this bullshit that I'm running into. Like, did you fight the twins, Drew? The twins? There's a mission where you can go fight these twins up on a rooftop. No. Okay, well, I won't spoil anything that happens in that, but I fought them. Is that a side mission? I don't know. I fuck if I know. Like I said, I only played for a few hours. I have a feeling some of them are going to be based on your background. Like, why would... A corporate guy and a street urchin for the same fight. Okay, right? well, yeah, I mean, you may still be in the the the, 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 the storyline merges at some point. I'm sure Anthony, it does, so it, but but I mean, you like, can tell you, know, you can tell when the storyline merges. You can definitely tell it. But just to just to go to that, like the issues that I had with that mission, like I did the fight, and then after the fight, both of the twins got up and were like jogging boxing as they walked away which looked really fucking stupid and then when I had to go talk to them to to get my reward the prompt for the talk to button never showed up so I couldn't even complete that mission even though I finished it 
And it's shit like that that I'm like, why would I immerse myself into this world when I can't even complete the missions that you're giving me to do? Remember how I said, like, people were probably gonna... I, I, I don't remember what I said exactly, but I, I've i seen the response, and I I will be, be honest, I did not expect it to be this negative. <laughs> and for good reason. Uh, I'm surprised the... Um, the reviews were as positive as they were knowing how buggy this game is. I mean, the game is really good, but that, you're right. That, like but, the but, bugginess I mean, should be taking some of these scores that, down because this is what they're selling. And it was very telling that uh, CD project red nor the PR company handling it would send out Xbox or PS or PlayStation codes before launch. And we know exactly why that is, because if you played it on a base console, this game fucking sucks. Like, I've seen some videos of it, and it is... I wish I had an older console to test it on. Honestly, I've seen some that look great. I'm like, wow, that looks pretty good for, like, an old console. And then other ones that I'm like, that looks exactly like Destiny did on PS3. Yeah, so can I... uh, By the way, I just did the turn to HDR uh, off and it it looks about the same. So maybe I'll try it again when I'm actually out in the city and see if it makes a difference. But I don't know, man. I could tell it just when, the, you know, the, the, the text crawl that comes up when you first boot it? Yeah. I could see it there. Like, the, the popping of the red text was so much... And it, like, when I booted up with HDR on... So here's what I'm under... If I And I'm not a technical guy, so I don't know if this is true. So... Here's what I'm hearing is happening. So when CD Pro, when Cyberpunk boots, and maybe this is just Xbox, I don't know. When it boots, <clears throat> it doesn't trigger your TV to, to switch the signal properly to HDR. So it's trying to push HDR colors through an, H, through an SDR signal. Like I've read that's what happens. Because I will tell you, as soon as I turn off HDR system level on Series X and boot it, and I was having a conversation with Terrence about this on Twitter. Like it's 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 night and fucking day. Like details show up in the world that I never saw. Colors show up in the world that I didn't even know existed. Like it was that big. Normally, I don't make a big fuss between HDR and non-HDR when there's a bug. Near Automata is the only one that I ever went through the trouble of turning off the HDR. But man, Cyberpunk was huge. And maybe it's different on PS5. I don't know. I don't have the PS. I don't have the PlayStation version, so I don't know. Well, yeah, it'll be easier for me to tell when I'm out in the actual world and not just in a office building. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to try it. So I'm I'm at a where I saved my last game. It's like a nighttime scene with neon lights and stuff like that. I'm actually going to try it right now with HDR off, and I'm going to turn it on. I'll let you know what it looks like. All right. Well, you do that, but. To kind of go back to the game itself, I really I really want to play the game, and I think it's a wonderful game, and I think it's going to be an amazing experience, but I just don't want to play it right now. I, I just don't. I, I've, now, I've run into... I've probably run into a handful, a dozen issues in the three hours that I've played it. Now, I have the question, and this is just because I've seen a lot of rhetoric online and I don't don't take that into account, but a lot of people have 
felt like CD Projekt Red has squandered any goodwill that they had. I don't. With this. I I think that's hyperbole because The Witcher Three was kind of a mess at launch too. And this bad though. I I I don't remember. That's been what Ryan five six years ago at this point. A lot of it was more of design decisions. If I'm uh, no, that game was buggy. No, 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 no. That game was buggy. Yeah, it was buggy when it system. first launched for sure. Yeah. It was buggy when it first launched for sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, and and the um, so was you know um, Witcher two had some bugs at launch too. I know on the PC that they eventually patched. I, I think there's. So there's there's um there's two sides to this. There's it's not right for a game to launch that it, that's as bad as it is on PlayStation Four when they're still and uh, Xbox One when they're still selling those consoles. Yep. But at the same time, there's really nobody in the industry that supports their games the way CD Projekt Red does. So if you're gonna be worried about it not getting patched, these guys don't seem like the developer to worry about that with. Like. I am pretty confident that they're going to fix it. Yep. Um, that's why, that's why I'm okay. The way it works now. Yeah. That's why I'm okay waiting. Cause I know they will fix it. Yeah. I mean, they were still doing shit for uh Witcher three, like years after launch. Yep. And they're still doing shit for Witcher three next year. They're, they're giving it a series X and right. PS five patch. So I right. fully expect cyberpunk to be fixed by the time these patches come out. Yeah, I agree. I only ask because it was a, it was being said a lot online. People, so I totally understand. Yeah, hyperbole. I I'd ask it though to pr- provoke the conversation. No, absolutely. If there's one thing I'm the confident game. in in CD Projekt Red is that Cyberpunk 2077 will be a memorable, classic game once it's fully patched. And it goes back to what I said before. It really shouldn't have launched on December 10th. Yep, and right. and I think. What people, I think people are confusing making a mistake like they have clearly yep. is not the same as a pattern. Uh, you know, like the, this is not a company doing this repeatedly. Like, you know, this is a, a big, big mess up. Sure. Um, but it's like they don't do this all the time. Yeah, and it's I think the like difference. The difference situation. is, yeah, and it's like the. I think the the reason this one's hitting pretty hard is because they, because of the reputation they had from The Witcher Three and the fact that that was really the only series they had. This is their first time doing something else, um, and it has sort of crashed and burned on arrival. Um, but I mean, if you think about it, every, you know, the, the whole completely destroyed their reputation thing. I mean, Ubisoft's released buggy as hell games and they're still around like yeah. Bethesda releases buzzy buggy as hell games and they're still around. And they don't even pass um, <laughs> Right. So I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't really, uh, I, I think we'll see what happens over the next six months. Not that anybody should have to wait six months for their game to work the way they expect it to, but um, that's kind of the nature of the beast anymore. I feel like just about every game ends up with big patches after launch, and especially big games. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, I also think... Oh. I was going to say, you know what's really funny about this, and, and I was going over this mentality in my head the other night. I feel like video games now are 
you know, games like this, you you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait, it comes out, it's buggy as hell. But it feels like once it's out and people are playing it and complaining about specific bugs, it feels almost like a beta test. Like, that's when they really start fixing the big problems. Yes, yeah. it's like early access. <laughs> yeah, you know it's I mean? a weird... Like, that's really what it is. It's a yeah. weird world that we live in, and I'm not saying it's right because it's sure as hell not. But it feels like now that the game is out in people's hands that we're going to... Well, I mean, we've already seen a patch. We saw a patch less than a week after the game came out. Right. So I expect to... I totally expect this game to be better next week, really better next month, and probably perfect by the mid of next year. So, I uh, yeah, which again, I mean, is not it's not good. That's, that's not uh, that's not what you want, no. right? Like the game should work, and the the the, the what really honestly should have happened here, and it was never going to happen. But really, honestly, should have happened here is as soon as it was clear that this thing wasn't going to run on PS base PS4 and base Xbox one, they should have just scrapped it and diverted all those resources to the next gen version and released it there. Yep. That was, um, that was pure greed right there. Cause they wanted yeah, the money. That's what exactly what the next thing I was going to say. The problem is they're there. I mean, you saw the, the stock price hit they took just from re- releasing it buggy. Yep. Um, you know, the, 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 the core of this issue and the reason I said it's not realistic is because you release this game. It runs like crap on PS4 and Xbox One, which sucks for people that have been anticipating it and still have a PS4 and Xbox One. But guess what? They've already made back their money. Yeah, in the first day. Um, yeah, just from just from the pre-order sales. Yeah. So now everything's gravy from here on out. They can take resources and they can use it to fix the game. But... If they had canceled those uh, previous gen versions, they, there's no way they would have got that many pre-orders. Now, you know, I'm sure Sony and Microsoft both would have loved for them to have made it next gen only because it would have encouraged more people to buy systems. But not those, those systems you know, from sale. Well, that's true. Uh, but on the CDPR side, like you gotta you gotta go where the money is, um, which is what they did, and it's um, completely valid to criticize them for that and for quite honestly a lot of other things but the the question of post-launch support is one that i think has been handled already like uh, that's not something that i feel like is necessarily a criticism um they'll they'll support this thing until it's where they want it to be um you know for so i i guess my there, like I said, there are plenty of other things to criticize them about with respect to this game. Um, post-launch support's not the area I'd focus my guns. Nope. I and, agree. And, and I, I look I forward wrote, to playing this game next year. <laughs> I wrote down some stuff while you're talking. Um, I think the biggest thing about it is that people... And, and the, the, I can't just blame people that are playing the game that have bought the game, but like people had a lot more hype about this than CD Projekt Red's Witcher games. I know Witcher 1 is a niche title. I know 2 was definitely more popular. And I know 3 was a, is an amazing selling game. But when The Witcher 3 came out, the hype train for The Witcher 3 was not the same for, as it was for Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was totally bigger than that. Like, just so much bigger. Um... And, you know, 
maybe you shouldn't have had the hype. But I also blame CD Projekt Red on that. They also didn't do anything to quell that problem. Well, yeah, they're not going to. Of course not. We we just talked about why they're not going to. But at the same time, the studios don't learn from one another because to me, it looks like um, it reminds me of No Man's Sky. Obviously, very different scenario. Um, but No Man's Sky had the same sort of thing. Um, they sold a lot, bunch of copies, but you know it was buggy. It didn't do all the things it said it was going to do, which I don't think is the same project as, uh, problem as CD, uh, uh, CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk. But it's like they built up this big, big hype, and they just let people's like thoughts go what this game is going to be, and you know when the game comes out, it cannot live up to that that fake, not real game that never existed, that people made up in their heads. Um, that being said, I'm sure that game that they that doesn't exist runs better than the one that does, um, which is more of the problem here. But um, I think that's also part of the issue is that there is way more people having eyes on this than there were when The Witcher 3 came out. Because you're right, it, pro- it was buggy, and I don't remember all of them, but I probably wasn't even engaging with The Witcher on the same level like i didn't know of the witcher in the same way i do now i will say this so the ceos um did allow everybody to get their bonus and that was going to be a thing that was only as if they got a high enough um metacritic score and they said never mind that everybody's getting their bonus and good um that's just a thing that i wanted to point out uh that the people that made this game who had to do crunch are getting their bonus uh, because the Metacritic wasn't going to reach what they wanted it to. You don't always see that. So I I do want to give credit where credit is due with some, you know, people in charge realized that they had fucked up. Yeah. I just on the, on the flip side of that, I can't imagine that uh, that wasn't going to happen based on the complaints and scrutiny they got around the crunch in the first place. Like e- even if the game wasn't a bug now to be fair, if the game wasn't a buggy mess, it probably would have been over a 90 anyway, which I think it still is. Um, and it wouldn't matter, but I mean, e- even if, even if for some reason the story was lacking or something and it ended up with an 88 or an 89, there's no way with the amount of criticism they got for the crunch and all that stuff that that wasn't going to end up. Did we lose something? Okay, so he just he's cut gone. out. I th- thought it was maybe me. Nope, that was definitely Wombat. He died. He went into idle mode. Huh. Uh oh. Huh. That's no. That's no bueno. Drew, what's your what's your results while we're waiting on him to come back? Well, I took screenshots, but unfortunately, Xbox will not send to my Twitter account right now. Oh, you can't take screenshots in HDR anyway. They don't show yeah. up on Twitter. Oh really? No, they yeah. they'll they'll both be the same exact screenshot. <laughs> why, does, why does the screenshot even say it, though? Well, it says it because you can view it on your TV, but if you send it to Twitter, it's not going to be any different. Well, looking at both of them on my TV here, um, the HDR looks like you you put like a light bloom on everything. It's almost like somebody shined a flashlight on my TV. 
Well, I was going to say, it looks like um, when you have a astigmatism in your driving at night. Yeah. It, it looks yeah. like somebody somebody turned the brightness up on my TV a lot. It's got Your that neon fuzz. Might be bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I've calibrated and everything. The halogen glow. I don't know. I, I know HDR is broken on this game. Yeah, I, I'm more... It's weird. I'm disappointed even though I'm not playing the game. I'm just disappointed everybody's disappointed. I mean, I like I said in the conversation, I look forward to playing this game in three to six months. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing when I play it in three to six months. But if I played it I right just... now, I would be, I would be, in, I would be experiencing a lesser version of a wonderful game. I don't remember who said what, but I, rem- I'm pretty sure I said that this game wasn't coming out. No, I said it. I made the joke. Like, I well, I'm thinking we might have been on the same page. I, I don't remember for sure, but like. Yeah, it shouldn't have. Nope. It should have. It should have taken some more time. Yep, absolutely. Um, um, yeah. So I don't know what happened to Wombat. I guess we can move on. Cyberpunk is a wonderful I'm game. I'm back. Sorry, oh, my, back. My, my my system did something goofy, so I apologize. No, all good. <laughs> we were just finishing up uh, Cyberpunk. I, it's a wonderful game that I'm going to wait to play personally. So. I can't wait to see what it looks like once they actually... Because if you know the version that we're playing, even on Series X and PS5, that's not a PS5 or Series X version. That's, no. That's just the PS4 and Xbox One version of that game. Right. So, boy, can't wait till they actually make it. Because I've seen some of the PC footage. Holy shit. That's a good-looking video game. So. Anyway. Um, if you're like me and you're waiting... For Cyberpunk to play it, I apologize, but there's absolutely like nothing coming out this week. So I'm going to go through the new releases. There's nothing coming out for PS5 or Series X natively this week. Um, PS4 and Xbox One uh, stuff. We're getting Five Nights at Freddy's, Help Wanted, MXGP 2020, Arcade, Arcade Archives, Markham, and a DLC for Neo 2 called The First Samurai. Uh, we're also getting a new DLC for Gears 5 called Hive Busters, which is a single-player campaign DLC. Looking forward to that. Uh, we're getting Colossus Down, Synthetic Ultimate, Elemental War TD, Monster Train, uh, Wilmot's Warehouse, 60 Parsecs, 60 Seconds Reatomized, and Catch. Then, on the Nintendo Switch, of course there's a billion games coming out for the Nintendo Switch this week. Because of course there is. You're getting Boot Hill Heroes, Collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legend, Dark Grim Mariupolis, I guess that's how you say it, Dicey Dungeons, uh, Indivisible, Collector's Edition, Shakes on a Plane, that's pretty funny, Abyss of the Sacrifice, Body of Evidence, Crawl Co. Block Knockers. Wow, that sounds dirty, and it's not. Uh, Demo Reborn. Defendron. Gems of Magic Lost Family. Mercenaries Blaze. Dawn of the Twin Dragons. Outbreak Lost Hope. Toho Luna Knights. Traditional Tactics Any Plus. Unto the End. Yum Yum Line. 
Dark Arcane of the Carnival, Freddy Spaghetti, and Shikaku Shapes. Do you know any of those games coming to the Switch this week? Me? I'll be honest, I zoned out no. completely. Yep. Yep. Alright, let's do some news. Before we get into the Game Awards, I wanted to bring up this very interesting thing. I don't know if y'all... Y'all know who Herman Hulst is, right? Yes. No. Okay, he's the head Gorilla of... Games? Head of Sony. Yeah, right it was now. from Gorilla. Okay. He posted a picture on his Instagram of his cat trying to catch bug snacks. And savvy gamers noticed that his PlayStation 4, his PlayStation 5 is upside down. Interesting. And immediately I was like, oh no, are we going back to PS1? <laughs> you got turned upside down to get the disc to read. Oh, oh no. But yeah, he's got a picture on his Instagram of his cat attacking the TV. Which, by the way, don't let your cats claw your, your TVs. Come on now. Yeah, that's not good. Um, but his PlayStation 5 is upside down. Did you see the uh, video, speaking of cats clawing TVs, did you see the video of the cat jumping after the lightsaber? Yes, I did. That was amazing. That's was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, give me a second here. All right, so we had the Game Awards this week. Did you all watch well, it? I know Drew did. Before we I did not. that, I have uh, uh, some news that like kind of wasn't like isn't going to be reported anywhere. But remember those like get a game for a cent on the Nintendo Switch? Yeah, where they move but, up their their sales so they show up at the yes. top. Yeah, yeah. That seems to not be a thing that can be done anymore. Oh. Nintendo's finally put their foot down. About yeah, time. a friend of mine at Touch Arcade found out that, like, yeah, that seems a little weird. And somebody that is a dev uh, tweeted at him with uh, that they won't allow discounts past $1.99 in most cases now. Yeah. I know it's a really kind of unimportant thing, but, like, the race to the bottom has now a bottom that is not a cent. <laughs> Literally the lowest amount of money you could pay. Um yeah, I found that kind of interesting that they've kind of put their foot down on that. Makes me sad because I picked up a lot of unique games <laughs> for like three cents. Yeah, so. and then um, the other one is more of a ha ha. Let's look at the uh, point this last hole and laugh. Uh, you know who George Brassard is? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a a Kotaku article uh, talking about how games under crunch conditions don't deserve best direction awards. Which good point. And uh, he said, oh, fuck off. You have no idea what it takes to ship a world-beating AAA games. I'm reading this verbatim. And you take the word of disgruntled ex-employees versus the hundreds that are happy there. Also comparing a 20-man indie to a 300-person studio is stupid. George Broussard, for those who don't know, is the man that was in charge of Duke Nukem Forever. You know, the game that literally had to be taken from his studio and made by other people to get out. Because Future Creep, he would see something in a video game and then go, I want that in Duke Nukem Forever and make the people working for him put it in. And people just left constantly. So I just found that funny that that was a thing that happened this week. Um, it was in, in reference to a specific game that won clearly. So before we get into the Game Awards, I thought it was an interesting thing to point out that the man behind Duke Nukem Forever is talking about game direction. <laughs> well, I guess we can lead off with that. Congratulations, Drew. 
You lost. Piece I, of shit. I, I, I was messing. Congratulations, Ryan. Ryan has bragging rights. He picked game of the year. Yeah. Listen, I wish that Drew had won. Me too. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I wish any I wish of us had, had won, won besides you, Ryan. No offense to you. I just read the tea leaves, <laughs> brother. That was it. I really <laughs> thought that game was not loved enough by the, by those people that voted that it would actually win, and somehow it won, and I joked about it on Twitter. I know I made some people mad, but I don't care. I'm sorry. I can. I, I have no problem talking about Naughty Dog. And I can easily say that Naughty Dog could take a shit in a bag and then sell it for $100 and it would win game of the year. (laughs) I'm just saying, if it has Naughty Dog under it, it's going to win game of the year. Sounds like you should have picked Last of Us 2, Drew. Yeah. (laughs) I knew it was going to happen. I mean, I was like, I, I just, you know. I really oh, wanted man. to believe differently. Yeah, I, I think I have a stigma now where I just like I don't like anything Naughty Dog does. Uh, that, no, game, do that game was nominated for ten awards. It won seven of them, I believe. That's insane oh. to me, and I just don't like. Yeah, I haven't played that game, and I probably never will because I've played all their other games, and I don't care for them. Yeah, this is my least favorite of their games by far. You want to watch a movie, but stretch that movie out. <laughs> he did. It was called Metal Gear Solid. Twelve hours. Yeah, but I just, at least there's stuff in there that is like strictly a video game thing. There's a lot of stuff in The Last of Us that is strictly a video game thing. That is not the problem that I have with that game. The problem that I have with that game is that it's just fucking miserable, and I do and not I mean, like the story. Like, if you're going to give me a 25 to 30 hour story, I wish it was better than that. Can I, you know, I'm going to, gonna as the years go on, I seem to compliment Kojima more clearly something's happening to me but like one of those one of these games metal gear solid and last of us 2 one of those games gives me options for both lethal and non-lethal takedowns and then doesn't slap my wrist when i make the port uh, kill decide to kill somebody does not what goes to the other game it does Eh. i'm poking at ryan right now i know (laughs) come on ken He already it's lost. Not, it's it's not how it's not that you don't kill mm. people in Ghost of Tsushima. It's that you either kill them silently and by being sneaky, or you walk up to them and then stab them in the chest. Really, not sure there's much of a difference, but um, yeah, it it's just uh, anyway. I don't need another revenge is bad story ever again. <laughs> So I I have to throw this out there because every time I think of The Last of Us, I always go back to I don't listen to them anymore. I know they're really popular, Giant Bomb, and people love Jeff Gertzman. And I remember they were doing their Game of the Year and they were talking about The Last of Us when it first came out. And Jeff Gertzman made a line that I have so much respect for him for saying this. They said, yeah, The Last of Us is really two, but everybody forgets that The Last of Us uh, actually playing that game fucking sucked. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> That's Uncharted! You can go back and listen to that episode that they did. He said that himself. Okay, I'm not getting into the Naughty Dog argument because I enjoy playing Uncharted, but that's just me. But hold on. Do you enjoy playing Uncharted or do you enjoy Nathan Drake? No, I enjoy playing Uncharted. What about Uncharted is better than any other 
shooter. I didn't say it was better. I said I enjoyed it. That is not saying that it is the best yes. of the best. There's a big differentiation between saying Uncharted is the greatest action game I'm of all time saying, and saying, saying I enjoy playing it. I agree with you, Ken. I enjoy Uncharted as well. Yeah, I enjoy Uncharted. I enjoyed the first Last of Us. I did not enjoy the second one. It's just the way it is, and, and it's okay to have that opinion. Yes. And, and saying I enjoyed it doesn't immediately make me say, well, it's the greatest thing ever. No, I want, it wasn't implying that. I'm just saying, That's Overwatch. to me... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I walked right into it too. Well, you That's did. Part. You did. Um, it, it, it's just it, it's a and like Drew and I talked about this on on that episode where we shit on Naughty Dog for an hour of uh, Phoenix Down. It's just, and I, I I can't speak for Drew, but I just don't get it. No, that's I cool. Don't that's get cool. It. I understand. I understand the stories are well made. Don't even get me wrong. I mean, except for how I feel about Last of Us 2's fucking ham-fisted meaning, but like, I get it. Like, they they have good writers, but there's plenty of things with good writing that doesn't make it a good game to me. And that's always been my issue with those that series. So, to me, when you tell me that, I, I still can't. Because I've, I've tried and I just bounce off them. And I, I understand that's just an opinion. It's just one of those things where it's like, to me, it's like, I cannot understand. I just don't get it. It's I mean, never I, click. I understand that, especially when we're even referring to fact. You know, Shenmue is a bad story and a bad game, but people still love that. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I can I, you know, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Shenmue is an interesting story performed poorly in a bad video game. Alright, <clears throat> let's go. So, the Game Awards this year, for those of us that watched it, is it just me, or did you feel like it was more E3, less Game Awards? Like, I felt like the awards were even more backseat than normal. Was that why just is, me? Why are celebrities presenting awards? Why not? How much did you... What does Christopher <laughs> Nolan have to do with video games? I mean... Maybe he I mean, wants to make a video game. No, no, man. Is it? <laughs> I, I, like, I just don't get it though. But well, I'm, I'm assuming these people are paid. I don't know I, to show up. Maybe Keeley's just got cool friends. I don't know. It just it. it I, I don't know. It feel like it's like every time. I can't believe I'm saying this. Joseph Fares is at least a video game maker. You know who goes up there. And is excited about video games. And his new video game looks really cool and I want to play it. That's It Takes Two. Do you like that? That was a setup, Drew. It's called It Takes Two? And the trailer had that song in it, yes. Does it star the Olsen twins as well? No, it does not. It's actually a store. It's a co-op, because of course he loves making co-op games. It's a co-op game where you and somebody else are playing a husband and wife who are trying to work out their marriage problems, but they've been shrunk into like these clay characters. Then they have to go through all these. It looks rad as fuck. I'm not going to lie. Go watch the trailer. That game looks fun, and I want to play it. But obviously you can't play it by yourself. Is it going to be like the... The way up... Play out, or one person has the yep. game and the other person can play it? Yep, you can have a buddy pass. Interesting. I mean, that's fine, and I think he does a great job with that stuff. I have not played a way out, and I, I don't have I ever played any of his games? You, did you play Brothers? Brothers, probably. Right? I did I did play part of Brothers. Yeah, that's that, was, that was him. This game, okay. though, go watch the trailer. 
I want to play this game, so somebody on the show or somebody I know, I want to play that game with you. So I want to play that game. You're probably going to end up having me review it anyway. It's just stuff. Uh... I'll just play it with you then. There you go. There you go. Just give me the buddy pass. We'll play. <laughs> All right. All right. So I, a, lo- a lot I... happened with the Game Awards. A lot. It felt like. So let, let me ask it. I know Drew didn't watch it. Ryan, Anthony, did you guys watch it? I didn't get to. I was at no. work. I didn't watch it. Well, I, I watched watch some it. of the <laughs> clips um, afterwards. Like I watched the trailers and stuff that I was interested in. Okay. But I didn't watch the awards live. Oh, I haven't live seen updates. anything of it. Okay. I, so, I don't even know what was announced. All I know is Sephiroth is coming to Smash Brothers. That's that was it. literally the first thing that happened when the show started. That was the first. Okay. Thing. Uh, so yeah, Sephiroth is coming to Smash. Uh, Nintendo actually sent me a code for the Fighter Pass Two. And my son about lost his mind because he hadn't played Minecraft Steve yet. So. Oh, yeah. We bought Minecraft Steve right when it came out. Yeah. My son had been begging me for it for months. And I knew we were going to get the pass eventually. So I didn't want to just buy the character. Um, but Nintendo it did end up sending us a pass after the Sephiroth announcement. And I gave, I, I loaded it up and my son about lost his mind with Minecraft Steve. So. I, I was... I'm impressed by the choice. I was not thinking of that choice. It's a good choice, but there's another sword fighter now. There, there is another sword fighter now. When that trailer happened, but, the first thing that my brain went to, because I, I was not watching Twitter, I was like, man, Twitter right now is weeaboo's gone wild. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, like, I, there's a part of me that goes, oh, yeah, I want to see more of this. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm not even the biggest fan of Final Fantasy VII, but anytime Sephiroth and Cloud are in something, I'm like, all right, I want to see it. I mean, the fact that they played One Wing Angel <laughs> during the trailer, I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. That was a that was a quality-ass trailer. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. And watching Sephiroth stab Mario, Mario. and like you think he really stabbed him, I was like, man, they're getting dark. And he's like, oh, it's on his overall. Okay. Okay. Has there been a bad trailer for Smash Brothers? No, there hasn't. Yeah. Nintendo makes quality fucking shit. I ain't gonna lie. Um, so let's go to the announcement that had me squealing like a girl. I saw the Datadyne logo and I about lost my shit. Fucking Perfect Dark is back. Microsoft announced that the, the game I'm... that the initiative is working on is in fact a reboot of Perfect Dark. So it is a reboot? Yes. Okay, because I, I was trying to figure this out of, like, I don't know what the fuck I, I want from this game. And I realized it as soon as I saw the trailer and, like, this was now becoming a reality. I went, oh, oh, I was I'm really excited. And then I went, oh, I don't know what the fuck I actually want this to be. Um, do I want it to be? Because, like, like, how do you? I, want I don't want to another be... prequel. I cannot stand another prequel. I want um, a Sony quality third person shooter. I want it to tell me all of the story of the first Perfect Dark. Though, if so this is going to be a third person through, shooter. I don't know what it's going to be. I, no, actually, they've confirmed it's first person. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, they've confirmed that it is first person. It is Joanna Dark, and the premise of the story is that an ecological disaster has happened on the planet, um, and people have learned ways to work around it. And that's all we know so far. That trailer is actually quite long. It's like two and a half minutes, I think. Yeah, and it doesn't really, to be fair, it doesn't tell you anything. anything. No, you get to it see her. The, yeah, the Datadyne building. Yeah, which as soon as I saw the Datadyne logo, I was like, I clapped in my seat. I was like, yes, I, perfect dark. I've been waiting. For I this. just, it didn't. You know, I can't believe I'm saying this. It it didn't look cyberpunkish. 
though. No, it looks a little like bit surprising because that's the tone of the original game. Yeah, and I don't know. It's one of those weird things where it's like I'm excited just to see what this. I'm excited, I'm, I, but I have to look at this as a new game because it's like the first game is so straightforward to a certain point, and then it hits. It go, just it veers off into like crazy town. I guess spoilers for a 20 year old video game. Uh, there's aliens involved and it gets really fucking weird. And so I realized like, I don't want this to be a sequel because you're not going to be able to really do anything with it. Um, I'm just glad Joanna's back. That's all I know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see what's done with it. Um, I mean, it can't be as meh as perfect dark zero. So, well, Microsoft didn't stop there. They, before the show, were like, yeah, temper your expectations. Then they show Perfect Dark, and you're like, what? Why should I temper my expectations for that? But they had a lot of other announcements. First up, Flight Simulators finally coming to Xbox Series X in the summer of 2021. Uh, they announced the worst-kept secret that Master Chief was coming to Fortnite. Um, what we didn't Blood know... Blood Gulch? They brought Blood Gulch map into Fortnite, and you can play Capture the Flag on that map. Yeah, it's awesome. In Fortnite, which is pretty fucking rad. Um... Cyberpunk 2077 is getting a car in Forza Horizon 4. So that's pretty cool. They <laughs> it made crashes a, frequently. <laughs> yeah, they made a ton of Game Pass announcements, including Yakuza 3, 4, 5, and 6 are coming to Game Pass in 2021. Holy shit. So the entire Cyberpunk Kiryu story will be in Game what, Pass. What? What? Cyberpunk Kiryu story? Sorry, the... I was mixing what I was saying before with what I'm saying now. The Yakuza story will be in Game Pass. Also, they announced that new um, that Ninja Gaiden indie game. That was like a little blurb. Was it Cyber Shadow, I think is what it's called? That's going into Game yes. Pass day one. Yes, okay. I know what you're talking about now. So that's pretty fucking Yeah, right. the NES uh, Ninja Gaiden styled game. Yes, that is not by the same team because it um, is that it's, Yacht Club? It's published, published by, Yacht, by Club. Yacht Club, yes. Yeah. Uh, Near Replicant, we got to see the first gameplay of that. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty oh, good. Oh, it looks so good. It, you know what was really sad about that whole thing? I'm watching it and going, oh yeah, that first game looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> in it comparison does. to that, oh, it makes it, it look so bad in comparison. Like It already looked bad at the time. And now, like, looking at this game running smoothly, you're just going, oh, yeah, that game runs like crap. Uh, Capcom was in attendance and showcased a couple of Nintendo Switch titles, including a remake of Ghosts and Goblins for the Nintendo Switch. That's pretty fucking cool. On top of that, they're also bringing an arcade room to the Nintendo Switch where you can download the room and then buy DLC packs that include classic Capcom arcade games, things such as like Bionic Commando, 1942, stuff like that. Stuff you've played a billion well, times before, but... Yeah, say stuff. some of the stuff that they've already released on Switch. Yeah, as well as also being available on, I think, the, what is it, the, the Capcom arcade classics that was on 360 and PS3? Yep. Yep. Which is but backwards I mean, like, compatible. Literally... On which new Xboxes, but I mean, like literally, they have that brawler collection on the on the Switch and the Xbox and stuff. It's just like, all right, cool, I suppose. I mean, more games, more games. Um, 
Left 4 Dead's kind of back. Kind of. And it's the same team, Turtle Rock Studios, but now it's called Back for Blood (laughs) with the number four, of course. (laughs) That's great, though. Good for them. Yep, it's good to see games coming back. Speaking of games coming back, y'all like like Dead Space, didn't you? So, Dead Space. Uh, the the executive producer of the Dead Space series, Glenn Schofield, has a new game coming out from his new studio, Striking Distance Studios. It is a survival horror set in space sci-fi called The Callisto Protocol. Now, do you want the most interesting piece of information about this game? No, I want the most boring part of it. Please find me the most boring part of it, Ken. That's the information I need and want. This game takes place... In the PUBG universe. <laughs> wow, you actually nailed it, Ken. <laughs> I'm not even kidding with that comment. Okay, sure. So there you go. Alrighty then. Uh, we got a release date for Oddworld Soulstorm, due out in spring 2021. That's a remake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Super Meat Boy Forever. Uh, it's finally releasing on the Epic Game Store this month. That's a Super Meat Boy looking game. Sumo Digital's Hood, Outlaws, and Legends got a release date of May 2021. The Elder Scrolls Online is getting an Oblivion in um, eye-catching f- trailer featuring the land that was once the setting for the for the classic Bethesda game. So a new expansion called Gates of Oblivion. Interesting. So... Um. Okay, this was the one that I lost my brain about. So, there's a trailer, and it's like prehistoric, and then fucking Vin Diesel shows up, and he's throwing spears at dinosaurs, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's Arc 2. They didn't even finish the first game! <laughs> Arc 2 is coming, it stars Vin Diesel, and it is exclusive to Xbox. Sure. Okay. Uh, we got a gameplay trailer for Warhammer 40,000 Darktide, the Warhammer flavor of the week. That's the one coming to Game Pass and Xbox. That's the one. That's the one that's um. It's like Vermintide. Yeah. It's like Vermintide. I'm excited for that. Uh, Black Desert developer uh, announced their new game, Crimson Desert. Which is, is it an MMO? MMO style single player RPG is what they're calling it. Oh, okay. Well, then they have my interest. In it's next-gen only. Looks really good. Oh, then I'm out. Uh, there's a new game called Open Roads. Uh, the next game from developer Fulbright. The same team behind Gone Home and Tacoma. New PlayStation 5 game announced called Season. Um, apparently the game is about exploring and recording disappearing cultures. It's from the same developer that made the Darwin Project, which was a failed Battle Royale game. <laughs> it was an interesting idea. It was, but it failed. Yes, it did. But I just... God bless them for trying. As we mentioned, uh, It Takes Two is the new game from Joseph Ferris's team, Hazelight. Uh, Disco Elysium is coming to consoles next year. They a... are voicing every single line of dialogue 
It's coming to uh, Nintendo Switch first, and then PlayStation and Xbox after. Also announced for Nintendo Switch exclusively was a remake, uh, direct, well, not remake, but a director's cut of Sea of Solitude. Only for Switch, though. Only for Switch. Which uh, is kind of disappointing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, multiplayer game updates. We got Among Us, a new map, the airship map. Uh, we also uh, got details on Fall Guys Season 3. Somebody's yelling in the background. What's up? What's up? Uh, we got our first gameplay look at the single-player League of Legends RPG from the guys that made, uh, what's that game called? Night War Battle something. The Joe Mad team. And as soon as you see the, the, the footage of this game, you're like, yep, that's some Joe Mad, Joe Mad art. Uh, Dungeon of the Endless from uh, Sega and Amplitude. A Just Cause mobile game, because that's where we wanted Just Cause to go. <laughs> uh, they announced a new Evil Dead game coming next year. Groovy. Yeah, it looks pretty good, actually. Uh, there's a Western horror-themed game from Flying Wild Hog called Evil West. Uh, and then they added Unreal Tournament weapons and skins to Warframe. That was supposed to be an Unreal Tournament. Back when it was Dark Sector, it was actually started off looking more like... Um, uh, God, what's it called again, Ken? The game they, they're adding the guns to? Warframe. Warframe. Um, so Warframe, when it was back when it was Dark Sector, in its early development, it was supposed to be linked to Unreal and was going to be looking more like Warframe. And then it changed into what Dark Sector became. I keep hearing Drew's controller clicking. Yes, it's that's what I get getting distracted by. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alright, and then the final, the one more thing. They had one of those. You want to guess what it was, Drew, since you didn't watch it? No, what was it? Mass Effect. He can't... So he Mass can't Effect. Eight Doritos. It literally was just a video of uh, Liara smiling and it said Mass Effect will return. Hey everybody, Mass Effect will return. The right, yeah, as everybody didn't know. Yeah, we knew it was coming what? back, but now they've confirmed that it takes place, you know, with the original characters, which is why people. Dark I... Sector. I, remember. I really like Dark Sector. That game was all right. The Glaive, man, the motherfucking Glaive. I have the comic book, which is Dark Sector Zero too. I own that game on PlayStation Three, PC, and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Yeah, like that game was fine. <laughs> that game was fine. It's not great. It was, I totally it was it. fine. It was fine. But it was also made in the city I lived in at the time, so I was very proud of it. Yep. Um, by the way, I watched the trailer for It Takes Two. Okay, yeah, Ken, we're playing that. Yeah, trailer. I told you that looked cool, right? Yeah, it does. It looks way better than the last game. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So I, my, I, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I, I think the game looks cool. So my son um, is super excited about Arc 2. He and his friends have talked about it all morning and have talked about how great it looks. I can't get into that game. And they, they added, um, I don't know if it's just if you have the most up-to-date DLC, um, but they added uh, in an update to the original arc the uh, like club and spear um, that Vin Diesel's character uses in the trailer <laughs> to the game. 
and then a skin for velociraptors to make them look like the velociraptors from the like animated series. Yeah, they announced hoping. an animated series too, by the way, for Ark. I was yeah, that... my son and his friends are pumped for that too. I was hoping the skin for the velociraptor was. Uh, oh yeah, I, I haven't looked to see if they're going to be able to actually watch it or not. Yeah, I, from the trailer I saw, there was like some blood and impaling, and I was like, ooh, I might yeah, want to watch it. That might be the first Ark thing that I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't was... know. Did you watch the trailer, Ryan? I'm just curious. Did you watch yeah. it? It looks yeah. goofy as fuck. It does, but I mean, <sighs> the uh, the the game right now is goofy as hell. So, oh my god, my my, my kid doesn't care about goofy. No, Dude, I, it, I, I his understand character, that. I understand. Every that. time he makes a character an arc, it's got like enormously broad shoulders and a tiny little goofy head with the biggest lips and nose that you can put on it. Like <laughs> he makes, he makes his characters look stupid on purpose. So he doesn't care about goofy. Oh my God. I, I will never understand the appeal of that game. And what's funny is it's a game that should totally appeal to me. Cause it's a fucking dinosaur game. And I just, yeah. I just can't man. The game is so goddamn boring. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's um, it's it's the most played game in this household. Oh, well, I mean, if you guys are gonna play, it's gonna have to be on Xbox because they, they didn't even oh, it's announce not, that. It's not you guys. <laughs> it's not you. guys. Well, I mean, if your son's gonna play, it's gonna have to be on X because that that was weird. It's only on Series X. Yep. Which is weird. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't know. We'll have it. a Series X well before that game comes out. Oh so. yeah, um, well, you'll definitely have a Series X before that game is finished. Um, question ken so you watched it yeah i watched the the whole damn thing yeah yes i know that's the reason why i'm talking to you only on this question yeah so the rest Um, of y'all butt the fuck out (laughs) um was a game called shady part of me announced yes i actually have a code and released Oh, well, I bought it. So. Oh, I was going to ask if anybody wanted to review it. I got a code for it laying in my inbox. It looks like a mix of uh, Inside and Lost in Shadow. And I was like, all right, well, it's on sale right now for like. Well, shit, you should have emailed bucks. me and I would have sent you a free code. Well, Ken, I didn't think of that now, did I? Well, maybe Clearly you not. I mean, well, we get a lot listen, of codes. We're asking already too much for me to think. That's true. All right. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, that was the Game Awards. I was very happy with the Game Awards, I, but it was because it was like E3. Like, there was a well, bunch of announcements. slowly been year after year. Like, the awards almost seem like an excuse to just show more trailers. I, I think know. at one point they fired off five awards in the span of, like, 20 seconds. I was like, God. Yeah. It just, it, it's weird to me. Like, that we're still playing the whole, it's a Game Awards saying, is it? It's more about just do the game of the year and then just announce a bunch of shit because that's all you really do. <laughs> so I saw somebody suggest on Twitter that it should have been called the game trailers. Yeah, I'm like it's about eighty five percent trailers, so you're not wrong. Anyway, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. It was again, it's three hours between the pre show and you know the entire show, so it's it's a it's a hell of an investment to watch it all. But I do have to say there was not a time where I was like, God, I wish this would end. Because so, I felt like there was a new, interesting game being announced. And that's something I think that we take for granted in this day and age. Is there was probably like 
25, 30 games shown at this thing. And it's like, there's something there for just about everybody. So, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, I got one email. What's funny, I tweeted out about the show, and I got about 60 retweets, but nobody actually wrote in to the show. So like Interesting. A bunch, a bunch of people just retweeted it, but they didn't actually send the question. So, But I do have an email uh, from Antonio who says... I don't want to pile on more about Cyberpunk, but I have one axe to grind. From what I'm hearing, there will be almost no hope for the terrible pedestrian-slash-NPC AI, because apparently that can't be fixed through a patch. I first realized something was wrong when I parked halfway on the sidewalk, and cars absolutely refused to drive around my car, even though there was plenty of room. The NPCs are so damn atrocious and immersion-breaking. In a video that showcased how the Xbox Series X uh, had more pedestrians, all I could think of was how they were all bumping into each other like bumper cars. How much can they fix in regards to last gen? The biggest hurdle is going to be those standard hard drives and Jaguar CPUs. I don't think there's a lot of hope left for last gen, but we'll see. 2020 is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, I'm playing on the PS5, and after turning off HDR, I definitely feel like I can play through this game, which I will. Gameplay and story-wise, I'm loving it. Hopefully there'll be a new Game Plus mode when the current-gen versions get their versions. Well, they added New Game Plus to Witcher 3 after launch, so it wouldn't be a surprise. Wasn't that a DLC pack? Uh, um, I mean, it's it, free. Yeah, I mean, their, their classification of a DLC pack, yeah. They had 16 post-launch DLCs that were free. Uh, and, and I think New Game Plus was included in one of those. Yeah, I think you're right. Because every time I download The Witcher to a new hard drive, it's always like 40 items, but like 20 of them are small little DLC pieces. Right. They had some some um, alternate looks. cosmetic things, yeah. yeah, and a couple missions and stuff like that. Yeah. So I assume Cyberpunk will get the same kind of treatment where it gets a bunch of little post-launch little snippets of DLC, which are in fact like, oh, here's some uh, new yeah. clothes. They, they already said that that was going to happen. Yeah, we'll get some Keanu Reeves sunglasses or something. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm still looking at the Twitter and like everybody retweeted it, but nobody actually fucking responded. Way to go, man. Way to go. Way to go. You blew it. You blew it. <laughs> what's what's the joke I'm thinking of? Just, I don't know. You you did. You blew it. You did you blew it? God damn it! I don't know what that's from. Blew it. <laughs> God damn it! It's not the emperor. It's something else, and I can't think of it. Just keep saying you blew it. I don't know. Blew it. <laughs> what do you do when you go to church? Pew it. Pew it. <laughs> oh shit! Anyway, if you what want are we gonna sh- do with this old uh, meat? Stew it, stew it. So fun. We're just doing the game grumps bit. That's all we're doing. That's true. It's funny though. This shit was very funny. It's almost as funny as when they were doing the Mega Man bosses. Oh shit! Uh, if you want to send us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that. I don't know why you would, but you can totally do that. Um, Drew is at Drew Leachman. 
I am at ZTGD. Ryan is at WombatRP. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content and the podcast at N4G Podcast. And do something besides retweet my tweet. Tweet at us. One last thing. No. For all those that are on Epic Game Store, uh, first of all, you hear this, go get your copy of Tyranny and... um, Pillars of Eternity. Thank you. For free. And then starting the 17th, uh, what is it, 12 days, I think, um, you get free games. There's going to be a new game every day. So, yeah. But you only have 24 hours to claim it, so make sure you start watching. I haven't booted up my Epic Games launcher in a very long time. Don't be like Ken. I mean... Get your free shit. You should totally be Those like are you. two freaking awesome games for free. Yeah. I have Pillars of Eternity on the Xbox, and I'm not sure that I've ever booted it. It's an RPG-ass RPG. Yeah, I don't have no yeah, time yeah. for that shit. I, I was about to say, I don't think that would be Ken's cup of tea. Besides, I'm ass-deep in Yakuza and fucking Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm still doing some stuff. Um, I'll get to Cyberpunk eventually, when it works. It's been a little while. Yeah, I'll get to it when it works. I'm going to leave it on my hard drive for now and watch it get patched and check in on it when it gets patched and see how things are going. But I think, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's no, like we were talking about before the show, the next big game is Hitman. And that's not till January 20th. So like, we do this every year where it's like, oh, well you can go catch up on your backlog and then you don't. Oh, That's the best part is because now it's going to be mostly new console stuff and some like indie stuff, which is what I'll be covering basically from now on. The worst uh, part, the worst part is, is I'm sitting here bugging the fucking screen wave media dudes when they're going to put AVGN <laughs> on the fucking Xbox. Cause I want to play it again on my Xbox. And they, they just keep saying soon. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers are lo- using that term very loosely. Because soon would have been a month ago when you said soon last time. Give me the fucking video game. I'm going to play it again. I want to give you money. Let me give you money. Yeah. 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 Drew, Phoenix Down, Dead Space. Is that the last game of the year? What's going to be your number 100? Have you divulged that yet? I think Yes. We have. We are doing The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Holy shit, what a way to start 2021. No kidding. I don't know if you remember that game very well. Well, I'm playing the 3DS version of that game. Still, I don't know if you remember that game very well. It was a good video game in 1990, whenever it came out. I'm sorry, 1998. Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, yes. But no, it wasn't 98. What? It was 96. Seven, seven, no, so 64 came out. I think, it was, I think it was 98. 98 was a hell of a year. That's the same year yeah. Metal Gear Solid came out. Wasn't the same, the same year as Final Fantasy VII? Seven? seven? No, that was 97. No, that was 97. Yeah, that was 97. Uh, nah, 1998 was Metal Gear, Resident Evil 2, Zelda, apparently. Yeah. 98 was probably the best year in video gaming. Let's be fair about that. 1998 was fucking awesome. I also turned 
I was 18 that year. That was a really good year for me. I turned 13 that year. <laughs> I was 17 that year. <laughs> Drew was third. Anthony Heldry, were you born? <laughs> what? Sorry, what year? 1998. I was six. <laughs> oh. oh, man. The old pieces of shit. Oh, yep. shit. Yeah, I was 18. Yep. I, would, I turned 19 uh-huh. in 1998, but you know, most of the year I was, ni- I was 18 years old, and I was like, yeah, I could do things now. Um, like, vote. I... <laughs> and Sorry. go to war. Go to war in case we go to war. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I, I was if I I was trying to re- make sense of the article. It's from Sky News. Uh, EA is trying to buy Codemasters. Didn't Codemasters just buy something? No, Codemasters was going to be bought by Take Two. I thought that was final. Apparently not. Huh. huh. Imagine Codemasters getting bought by Take Two and then bringing back Midnight Club, y'all, <sighs> or Smugglers Run. Bring back Smuggler's Run. Like, it's not sure who they'll be with, but, um... Who are you gonna be with? Yeah, that's kind of, like, EA's put in their bid, apparently. I'm just still waiting on when Microsoft buys Sega, because, you know, the internet told me that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Sega! Also, how how awesome was that Silent Hill trailer at the Game Awards? (sighs) Sony's not... Ah, fucking, I just... Oh, speaking of disappointing news, you know that game that they showed um, back at the PlayStation thing, that Returnal from Housemark that, that looked really cool? Remember that game? What? Returnal? Yeah, sure. So no. they showed a trailer of that at the Game Awards, and it looked like PT, because she was walking through a hallway in first person, and then, then it went to a door, and I was like, ha 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 ha, and then it turned out to be Returnal. I found out re- what Returnal is. Top down shoot, uh, top down twin stick shooter. It's a roguelike. I'm not surprised. I immediately lost all interest in that game as soon as they said that word. It, it's Housemark. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, they they make arcadey sort of stuff like with infinite replayability. But it looks like, like one of those Sony first party games. Well, it's a third I person, mean, you know, sci-fi pretty graphics kind of action game and then like the the tweet goes out from playstation like check out the new roguelike returnal i was like nope you you know what else is roguelike that's um first person and in space and a horror game persistence and that can be played in vr okay what's that have to do with what we're talking about i'm just saying it's one of those things where it's like okay this is that just makes it less interesting that's not doing anything Oh, well, no, absolutely. Or if you call your game yeah. Shinmu, whatever, that makes it less interesting, yeah. too. <laughs> Do you know people are just receiving their backer rewards now? For what, Shinmu? Shinmu 3. Well, I mean, that's what you get for backing that game. You get disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Constant and utterly reminders oh, this of disappointment. Oh, is a train wreck. Craig should have been recording. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> Nobody likes Craig. Craig's a dick. I said it. He can come to my house. I don't care. <laughs> That's right. I was actually going to make that <laughs> come joke. Come to my house. When Ryan disappeared, I'm like, oh, Craig got him. <laughs> Craig, come over there. I was like, I got you, bitch. I got you, bitch. <laughs> Look <laughs> outside. <laughs> no, just... 
What's up, Craig? I, I missed the fact that an hour and a half ago we were doing Christopher Walken impressions, but that's just me. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I mean, unless anybody has anything else, I don't have anything. That's the end of this episode. I'm surprised, I'm surprised nobody's made a bye Felicia joke on uh, Craig yet. That's true. You know what else I'm surprised at? What? We're one hour. 58 minutes and 29 seconds to the show and not one mention of food. (laughs) And not one what? Food. There's been not one mention of food. Oh, wow. It's got to be a record, right? I'll tell you what, I'm hungry, so I'm going to eat something as soon as we get off here. I don't know what it's going to be yet, though. I think I'm going to have, on Sunday football now, I like to do um, Chef Boyardee pizza. Wow. What? You don't. You never had Chef Boyardee pizza, Drew? No, I have not. Really? That's the little pizza kits. Yeah, you make the like. You get the kit. You you make the dough, and you, you put the sauce on. You put the cheese on. You put it in the oven. Cook it. Okay. It's not like a frozen pizza. So okay. So, but it's just the brand of Chef Boyardee it has nothing to do with like the cans of ravioli. No, you don't put cans of ravioli on your pizza. Dude, you know what? It's, <laughs> when you say Chef Boyardee pizza, it's white trash enough for me to think that's totally a possibility. Are you judging me? Are you calling me white trash because I eat Chef Boyardee pizza? Because if you are, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I was going to say I'm absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a fuck about it. Drew eats Vienna sausage. I eat Chef Boyardee pizza. You know, that's how we roll. Nasty motherfuckers. I eat chicken tornadoes. <laughs> Also, uh, <laughs> I was waiting. On, you should have done the Dave Chappelle. Filthy motherfucker. Filthy motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. Shh. They coming. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go have some Chef Boyardee pizza. Drew's going to go have some Vienna sausages. I don't know what shit y'all are going to eat. <laughs> eat what you love. I'm, I'm going to eat something. Need something. Need some. Need some fucking. I don't know. Shit's over. Peace out, bitches. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.